Welcome to Messy Lives and Happy Vibes with Kim and Rachel. The goal with this podcast is to make you laugh, lift others up, and connect with amazing people. We'll talk about working out, being healthy, business, kids, marriage, all the things that make up our messy lives. And we want to share happy vibes. be honest with you, today's topic has me a little um, introspective, I guess is the word. (laughs) We're going to talk about being your authentic self. And just for fun, I thought, what does authentic really mean? So I Googled it and it says authentic, genuine, next word is my favorite, bona fide. (laughs) (laughs) Hello. (laughs) Being actually and exactly what is claimed. Mm, Yeah. Very good. I read read that and I got all like deep inside myself. So I think that could maybe even be interpreted. And, you know, we all have different visions of what that truly means. Um, But I think um, it really kind of means that you're in alignment with who you truly think you are and your values. And so, being grounded, feeling comfortable, just being. Yeah. And being happy, right? Yeah. Yeah. Being happy with who you wake up as every day. Right. Um, Which brings me to, this is going to step on toes, but I'm just going to say it. (laughs) One of my least favorite lessons I was taught as a young entrepreneur early in the direct sales industry was to fake it until you make it. Mm -hmm. And it always rubbed me like, salt in my shoes, like sand in my shoes. Like it just rubbed me wrong. (sighs) Fake it till you make it. I've heard it for the last 26 years. Rachel, why does it bother me? I was going to ask you, why (laughs) does it bother you? I can tell you why it it bothers me, but let's see what, why it bothers you. I think it's because I am kind of unapologetically me. You've always been that way. And that's the good thing, right? Maybe you just have fast forwarded getting to know yourself a little bit better. And maybe you had to grow up a little faster than the rest of us. And and maybe because I don't know, I I, I just don't like it. I don't like it. Well, I know I don't want to be affiliated with the word fake. For me, my values, integrity, you know, grit, love, kindness, you know, I should have it all figured out exactly what my values are, but I'm just blowing out some words. Authentic is the number one for me. And I think that I have struggled affiliating with people who are not true. And, you know, I don't know about you. I haven't, I'd like to think I haven't been lied to most of my life because I just remember one or two times that I was truly lied to. And that broke me. That hurt me deep. Right. And I think I know what it is just in like, listening to you and processing it, fake it till you make it. Does that mean I'm not good enough as I am? Mm, True. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that's what it is. Like everybody is good enough as they are. Yes. We are all individuals. We don't all have the same talents and strengths and desires and wants and needs. And every single one of us is enough in our true authentic form. So why am I faking something? I don't know. I don't, yeah. I don't like it. I take offense. Yeah. I take yeah, offense when, to it too. When I have been thinking about this all week, this, this episode and this, that's what kept coming in my head was the, the word authentic. And then I would hear this coaching I had 
like I said, early on, I, I went into business for myself in my, in my young twenties mm-hmm. and I heard it a lot from people just fake it till you make it, just fake it till you make it. And it was like, I don't know that I want to do that. I think that I kind of take that comment in that context as do it anyway, do it messy, yes. do it the way you're supposed to do it because you're going to connect with people in your way, as opposed to how I'm connecting with people in my way. And that is the best part. So do it, be awkward. Like awkward is a word of value, like a values for me, because mm-hmm. I, I think I embrace that crap. Like I want to be as awkward as possible because that's when I'm growing and that's when I'm being brave. And it's, you know, being brave is, it's not the Kevin Costner sort of like, putting on the, you know, the suit and walking. I don't know why I said Kevin Costner, but maybe I just need a little vibe from him, you know, of like being brave and standing up and doing all these great things with all this power. No, it's doing it all messy and crawling sometimes not, it's not always perfect. And another positive spin that, that I thought about for the fake it till you make it is that confidence. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. Like we do sometimes have to pretend or I think more than pretend, I think if you have confidence in me, I need to hone in on somebody else's confidence in me when I don't have enough confidence in myself. And I think that's probably how it was meant. Yeah. It was like, pretend you have the confidence, pretend you have the belief, pretend you have all these things until you actually do. And I think just there's a better way to say it in my opinion. Oh, yeah. The way I like to say it is borrow my belief, borrow my confidence until you develop your own for yourself. And that's when I'm training other people to do what I do. When I'm when I can Mm -hmm. see something for someone else before they do, I just say, keep, you know, I believe it for you and I'll be here until you start believing it for you, too. Yes. You know, for yourself. I think that's a great, in my opinion, better way to say it. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So let's go back to that authentic. Like yeah. so many times people, I think, don't know who they are. It's mm-hmm. hard to say, be your authentic self, live in your true authenticity. And people just stumble going, who am I? What am I? Because we, we try to be so many things in every day, right? We're moms, we're wives, we're friends, we're, we are everything in so many ways that I think sometimes, especially, can I say this? When we become moms, we kind of lose ourselves, right? Like, oh, totally. I mean, and we take on our expectations of what that really means, whether it's with the when you become a, a wife or even when you become a mother of your own expectations that you think all of a sudden you're supposed to have it all figured out, certain things. And then you start measuring yourself in those ways. And then you're like, wait a second, what? there's no clear path of this. Like this is, yeah. In finding your authentic self, you know, I was thinking about that. And if you think back to our last episode where Mm -hmm. we talked about um, daily habits or (laughs) AKA the food episode as somehow became. It was a great episode. Amazing. I want more of it. We need a part two. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. The food episode. But I started thinking we spoke about that quiet time you know, where we, we listen to ourselves and we listen to the world and we listen to the universe. And I think that's when you discover your authentic self. And right now there's so much noise, right? I mean, it's funny. Cause as I said that you saw me, like Rachel yeah. saw me turn my head, my son started calling me. Right. So I was like, Oh, 
no, I can't talk right now. We have so much noise that we have to set aside that time of discovery, self-discovery and decide who we want to be and who we are and how we, we want to portray ourselves, that image that we want others to see, you know, what do you, what do you want people to, to say about you when you're not in the room? Exactly. What do, what do you want to be known for? I think it is a very difficult task to figure out who you are and it takes real work. And I think it's the kind of work that you go, huh? Or, and then you're like, okay. And then you discover something new about yourself, or maybe it's something really old that you forgot how much it means to you and what makes you feel alive. And that's something that um, I've done. I mean, I continue to do this work. I just know I, it is work people. I mean, it takes work and you ask yourself certain questions. You put yourself in rooms and connect with people who are going to elevate you and help you discover it for yourself. They're not going to figure it out for you. You have to figure it out for yourself. And when Mm -hmm. I say you, I mean me, you know, I mean, we all have to. (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. You just said, I think what you said, we could end the episode on Mm -hmm. what makes you feel alive. Yeah. That's what you have to figure out. Like, it's not the same for everybody. And even I dare say, so I'm in direct sales with a jewelry company. And if you look at my customer community group and you look at 20 other, you know, customer community, community group, you know, Facebook groups, fan groups, whatever you want to call them on Facebook, no two are going to look alike. As a matter of fact, (laughs) mine is going to be very, very different than most people because as Rachel can see me in a tank top and my hair not brushed, I shockingly work in the fashion industry, technically. (laughs) You're adorable. You're adorable. I am in the fashion industry. I am a jeans and tank top, jeans and t-shirt girl all the way. And when I first got into this industry, I felt like I needed to change right? Because now I'm in the fashion industry. I need to present myself in the right colors, in the right styles, in the right brands, in the right blah, 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 blah. And my business suffered. I suffered. My family suffered because I was trying to be this, this fashionista, which Kim is not. Mm -hmm. I am a hands in the dirt, play in the garden, move rocks around, box outside in the mud and rain girl that likes jewelry. Yeah. And you know what? That's okay. Cause that's who I am. You know, the silly, the introvert, the quirkiness, the fun is who I am. And since I owned that started owning that Mm -hmm. everything is so much better. Well, I think when you try something new or push yourself in a new space to grow or, you know, taking on a new career or do, you know, start your own business or whatever it may be. Um, you have a little bit of an identity crisis because you're like, Hey, this is who I've been all along, (laughs) but it's just been showing up a little in a different setting. And so when you have to take who that same person is and bring it over into, you know, a different setting, you start to doubt yourself. I think it's an identity sort of crisis. And then you go, wait a second, the part that I'm attracted to, or the part that I am excited about is worth like, it's, it's, it's a free, you get, you kind of become free of 
all these rules that you, you know, you put yourself in your own box, right? Like, and I say you, I mean me, we all have put ourselves in a box thinking, oh, we can't do that. We shouldn't do that. Or that's not us. Well, I mean, I'm a stinky old fisherman, but I miss getting dressed up and going to fun things, you know, when am I going to wear these dresses that I've bought all along? You know, I'm like a, uh, and, you know, and again, I'm in jeans and, a, and a, you know, today I'm in, in the moment, I'm in the sweater, but, you know, it's in a t-shirt a second ago. So, you know, right. it's an identity thing. And so learning about who we are, you think about what, what do you want? What do you have? And really what makes you feel alive so that you can put your energy towards being more intentional. We say intentional about 50 times in every episode. You're welcome, people. Um, but yeah. it's true. We want to, what's that Dolly Parton quote? Like, find out who you are and do it on purpose. Yeah. You know, I think one of our new words really should be bona fide, though. Bona fide. <laughs> I am bona fide, Rachel. Take it or leave it. Yes. Yes. And, and you know, it is awkward. So I, I love the word awkward. Um, I have a friend who made these coffee mugs and it says awkward is the new awesome. And you know I what? It means that you are free. You are free to be yourself. It doesn't mean you get to be a JA, which is, you know, use your imagination. Um, it means that you get to be you and show up in the world the, the way you want to show up. And again, I put the disclosure of being respectful and kind with all of that as well. Cause you, you know, yeah. And you don't you have know, to shove it down people's throats. Yeah. I mean, what makes you feel alive? I mean, that's a question that I think, you know, if we asked ourselves that every day, what makes me feel alive? Right. And I wrote down like laughing and bringing people joy and having fun with people and sharing things I love. I mean, I do this event every year. It's called my favorite things. And all year I think about like, oh my gosh, this is one of my favorite things that I've ever had. And it's, it's some of the silliest stuff. Like I've done it for, I think this will be my fourth year doing it. And like, sometimes it's unicorn stickers and sometimes it's like a special ponytail holder. And sometimes it's like a fun piece of jewelry, like, but it's like just 30 of the things that are my favorite things. And it's not meant to be serious. It's not meant to like give plugs to any companies. It's not right. You know what I mean? It's just meant to be fun. Yeah. And we do a zoom and we all get together and we open these boxes that I mail to these people. I lose money on it every year. Don't tell my husband, but (laughs) (laughs) brings me joy and it brings other people joy. So it's just worth doing right? It's kind of like, and I'm going to call us out on this. Mm-hmm. Like this podcast is not monetized. Let's just put yeah. it this way. We're not making money. We're not, <laughs> we're, we're probably, you know, <laughs> losing money and that's okay too, because yes. this and brings us always- energy. This brings us life. Yes. It's not always about work, right? No. I mean, well, I believe that when you are living your truest into your truest self, your most authentic self is when you find that sweet spot where you find a place where you can be who you are wanting and meant to be, and also integrating that into your life in all ways. I mean, that's where I feel right now. Like I feel full of gratitude, full of 
being able to say yes to the things that bring me life and create freedom to do the things we want to be doing. I mean, that's while empowering other people to do the same. I mean, you, you lead, you're a leader and you, I mean, I know when we, I like called you a couple of years ago and I'm like, Hey girl, I need some leadership love, you know, and you were right there ready to give it because that's what lights you up. And you mm-hmm. give someone that safe space to come to you, right? Because of who you are, because, you know, and I connect with you because not only because we, you know, we're roommates at Disney, haha, but we, I connect with you of who you are now too. I see it. And that's like, I see the parts of you that really love the way you live. And that's attractive, right? Like I want, I'm attracted to that in a way of like, Hey, I want more of your confidence. I want more of this. So I'm going to get in a weird, I'm going to say, Kim, you want to talk on the phone after not like talking to you for 15 years, you know, or Mm -hmm. maybe 40. I have no idea how long, how old are we? Um, (laughs) Too old, too old. You can go back to the episode of the actual years because we didn't yes. focus on that. Um, episode number one, go back and listen to that. You can <laughs> learn our history. Um, and you know, oh. something that, that you, I want to say, and it is a perfect segue here is I think our true authentic self changes. Oh yeah. We evolve. Like, mm-hmm. Yeah. I think this is very important and important, important that we say that because me at 15 and me at 25 and me at 35 mm-hmm. and me now at almost 52 is not the same me right every time and that's okay we we should grow we should learn we should i mean get wiser right i mean <laughs> all yeah things. i don't want to go back to you know, i don't want to let me do it this way i don't want to be 50 something with my knowledge and wisdom of being 15 no like, that's not no appealing yeah right yeah so you i think you evolving start. is if you are and i i sense this i know this about you i sense this about you of always wanting to grow as the as a person and i'm the same way once you start getting into that personal development component of life when you're like i want to be better at, in my marriage i want to be better as a parent i want to be better as a business owner i want to be better as you know blah 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 that's when you grow and that's when you evolve into something different. And that's when, you know, you can really start to feel things and everything is inside of you already. Mm -hmm. It's just, when are we, there are times in our lives that we kind of crumble that up and hold it tight and kind of shove it down in there. Maybe when we are, have newborns in the house and we forgot how, how to have fun anymore, you know, and then you slowly start to get the fun factor coming out again. Um, or, you know, some weeks you don't have the fun factor and it gets shoved back down there and then you open it up again. Like it's all in us. It's just at the right time or the right season for it to come out again. And so it takes work to do that. It takes pushing ourselves and being awkward and trying something new and, getting uncomfortable or standing on our hands and heads and all the things you do sometimes. Mm-hmm. And you said something that I'm looking for the exact quote and I should know it because the wizard of Oz is near and dear to my heart, yeah. but here it is. Um, you said it's inside you. And it reminds me of the wizard of Oz when um, Dorothy hears you've had the power, my dear, you just had to learn it for yourself. Remember, like it was inside her the whole time. Yeah. And she just forgot. So 
Yeah. I mean, we have, and we have so much inside us. We've touched on this subject in a couple episodes and it just, it just bears repeating, right? Like, yeah. I mean, it's all inside us and we can do amazing things when we pull it out of ourselves, right? Like sometimes it needs to be pulled out and sometimes we can do that ourselves. Sometimes our spouse, sometimes a great mentor or coach can do it. You said in a, in a past episode, it was when you talked about how we lose the ability to dream. Oh yeah. Our dream makers get broken because we get so busy, so busy from the noise in our life, right? Let's go back to the last episode about noise. Um, but really we get our seasons get chaotic and crazy. And sometimes there are crises and, you know, there's lots of different things that happen. And so when we, it's easy to forget, like, I mean, I know that you know, as an adult, I did dream about paying cash for our new roof. Yay. Like that's a win. But you know, what about the dream of buying the van and just going around and doing the, you know, doing all the things and, you know, what happened to the fun part, the fun dreaming? Yeah. We forget to do that. And I think it can get hard when you have health problems, when you have money problems, when you have insecurities about your living situation, buying that tank of gas because gas is so crazy expensive right now. When we have all these worries, we can get so wrapped up in the worry that who we are doesn't shine through. It gets buried. When we are surviving, we cannot dream. Right. So when we are in that survival mode, which there are times in our lives that we have been. And if we can break our way out onto the other side and then not become the victim and blah, 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 all the stuff. But it is, I can't, I knew I, my dream maker was broken when I was in survival mode all the time. Mm-hmm. And um, I'm the one that put myself in survival mode. So taking personal responsibility for that, but also deciding that it's time to get out of that survival mode and start living into who I'm supposed to be. And it's not always great, right? Like it's not, it's not smooth. It's wonky and clunky and beautiful all at the same time, just like messy lives and happy vibes, right? It's how we look at it. Yeah. And it's, it's all okay, but it's an awareness. We have to be aware of it and we have to give ourselves permission to accept where we are and decide to be better than, or, or I don't know if better is the right word, but who we want to be and where we want to be and how we want to be. Yeah. And again, it's that first step of just the quiet time to get to know yourself. And like, maybe you didn't even know you were stuck. Right. That can be a first big eye-opening step. Big time. And and typically I always say community or breakthrough happens in community. And so when you start sharing who you are is when you start to discover things even more mm-hmm. so about yourself that you want to work on. So I get sensitive. You know how you were talking about fake, how that word messes mm-hmm. with you. It messes with me too. But another kind of sensitive thing for me is wanting to be better doesn't mean you're not happy or worthy. Why is that? But how can you describe that? Because I get real sensitive about that just because I want to be better every day doesn't mean I need the bank account to go up every single day. It doesn't mean I need to do 10 more extra push-ups. It doesn't mean that it means so much else. It's not that I'm not worthy or enough in this moment. It just means I, it's like, I'm, I'm addicted to growth. It's a heightened sense Mm. that you can be better. And again, it's not about keeping up with the Joneses at all. 
Mm-mm. It's not about that. It's a personal introspective. I want to be the best mom. I want to be the best, you know, fill in the blank wife. I want to be the best coach. I want to be the best fisher person. I want to be the best, whatever it is in that moment that you want to be better at. It's not saying that you aren't enough. It's just saying that you want to be your best. You know, that's one of those things that is tricky too, because the best in the world is only the best in the world now. Mm-hmm. World records are broken all the time. Mm -hmm. And so we can have our personal best, but want to be better. Right. And I know wanting to be better doesn't mean wanting to be perfect. Mm. I mean, for me, that's really important um, to show people that you just have to be you and that's all you take the good and, you know, take, I mean, there's the, I don't, I'm far from perfect. I am imperfectly perfect. And I love that saying, because I am worthy. I am, you are, you know, you, I mean, everybody is, everybody's exactly where, who they need to be in this moment and nothing's wrong with wanting to do it even better. It's like finding who you are and wanting to be even better at it. Right. Right. Cause that's a good thing. Yeah, absolutely. And, and we are going to wrap up soon because I know our last one was a little long, <laughs> fabulous, AKA the food episode. The question that I really think we should just leave everybody with and just have them ponder until our next episode in a couple of weeks is what makes you feel alive? I think you have the phrase of the day right there, Rachel. Like that's, that's it. And if you are living in a space where you cannot do what makes you feel alive, I don't know what to say after that. Then what Rachel? <laughs> Then find a win somewhere, Mm -hmm. find one thing you can take charge of and just realize that you can only take charge of yourself. Mm -hmm. But what's one thing you can do to help yourself feel in charge or accomplished or whatever you need it to be, to be in your day um, and start with that. There is no overnight transformation when trying to figure out who you are as a person. It reminds me of the serenity prayer. Mm. God grant me the serenity to accept the things I cannot change, the courage to change the things I can, and the wisdom to know the difference. Mm-hmm. Totally. No doubt about it. Yep. It all so, starts within, whether it's, we, if we think we're powerless, I know you want to wrap up, but if you think, you know, I think of um, the feeling of being in charge is really meaningful um, to me. And even though I know I'm not in charge of much, <laughs> but I am in charge of myself and how mm-hmm. I handle things. And I think back at an old boss that I allowed too much power over. No one else did, but I sure gave that guy a lot of power. I did. Now, mind you, I didn't act alone. Don't worry. But I personally allowed that kind of power and toxic toxicity to seep into me. I didn't have to. And so now whenever I feel powerless, I go, well, I'm just, I'm just allowing too much power over whatever that thing is. That's has power over me. Like I'm the one in charge of letting it in. That has been one of the biggest challenges in my 20 some years of coaching people is they allow so many people to have negative to, to, to take up their brain space in a negative way, mm-hmm. to, to take their dreams, to tell them it'll never happen, to say, oh, this isn't going to work. Right. You can't do this. They allow so much power of other people's words that there's not room for my encouraging words and my belief and my coaching. They're not ready to hear it yet. No, there's so much strength 
in being your authentic self and standing up for your authentic self. Mm -hmm. So much strength and power in that. Mm. So true. All right. We could just do this forever, but we know people have to get to their next place or when they're listening to our podcasts over and over in their cars. Um, Thank you for that. We really appreciate it. And we appreciate your love. We do this out of love and wanting to make an impact and inspire you all to have those hard conversations with yourself or the people you trust. And we're, we're those people for you too. I can tell you, we are just as awkward and messy and this is how we are. So um, and we would love to hear if you want to yeah. shoot one of us a message and tell us what makes you feel alive. If you need somebody to say, yes, do it. That's awesome. Send us a message. We yeah. would love, love, love to hear from you. We're both pretty open on social media. So you should be able to find us. Yeah. We Let can't us wait to meet you. Yeah. Thank you. This was great. In two weeks, it is called living out loud. And we are going to have two guests two of Rachel's favorite boys in the world, aside from her son and husband. <laughs> I this, he's going to be offended. <laughs> I love it. I love it. No, I think, you know, the four of us, um, and we won't go into too, too, too much detail, but we all knew each other in our young twenties when we were all trying to figure out who we are and what we're supposed to be doing. And we were having fun playing and working our tails off at Disney and spending all our money and eating all the fettuccine Alfredo and living our life. Yes. And we're going to have two guests next time on our podcast. So tune in for more information next time. Yes. Suspense. All righty. Bye, Rachel. Thanks for listening to Messy Lives and Happy Vibes with Kim and Rachel. Please rate, review, and subscribe wherever you find your podcasts. And we'll talk to you next time.